We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed, disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 15th of March, 2016, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next 60, possibly 90 minutes. And my co-host is Olivia Lashley, coming to you live from London in the UK. Olivia is an expressions, uh, an expressions coach and artist, among other things, including um, chef, including certified healer and in many different arts, many different forms, whether it takes the form of Reiki, whether it takes the form of color, definitely a healer. I am a a choice expert and an intrinsic coach, which means we um, work with you from the inside out. Olivia is an intrinsic coach too. Hers is as, as an expression and mine is all about choice. So again, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Welcome to the show. We are actually talking about I'm not broken, I'm not damaged, and I don't need to be fixed. And this is actually one of a favorite of mine. We have done um, several other shows. I actually think a couple of them are kind of like titled the same way. Um, and so this is something that I feel that um, we need to we need to readdress and we need to talk about. So Olivia, darling, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm Oi. good. I'm good. Oh. Oh, oh you can't hear me. Seriously. Hello. Of course, of course, I you know, you've you. got something else, honestly. Silly cow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. My point, exactly. <laughs> so how are you, darling? You're right. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, all's well in my world. How are you doing? Uh, good, love. Good, good, good. Not too, not too bad at all. Not too bad at all. As you say, all, all's well in my world as well. You know, what's the weather like there for you? It was uh, really sunny today. Um, I think it, I didn't go out, as you know, um, but it, I think it was quite warm out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't have to leave your house, do you, really? <laughs> no, no. The internet, the internet is a wonderful thing. <laughs> it is. Yeah, because it's been nice here, too. It's been very, very nice. Actually, we're already in spring. We've got spring weather going on. It's like all oh, my okay. doors are open and everything. Doors, windows. You just have to, don't you? You do every every opportunity you get. I mean, there was no reason for me to know that, was there? That all your windows and doors are open. Wait, wait, wait. yes, 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 there was because it was an opportunity that I was not going to miss. That's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I mean, and then the flip side for everybody who lives here, they they realise that you know you could wake up tomorrow and it's all over, as in it's a hundred degrees. You know, or 110 degrees. You know, you wake up. 
so but it's all to the highest good so yeah so uh business front how's it going with the baby boutique uh, yeah, yeah, well, we're um, kind of like just, I'm just doing, sorting out designs and what have you for it. So, yeah, no, it's going okay. It, it's going okay. We've got lots of um, lots of ideas that we want to put forward and plans that we've got to do. So, yeah, yeah, it's actually going quite well. It's going quite well. And and the, the baby boutique, guys, for those of you who um, don't know, is custom, actually personalised. Um, mm-hmm. Baby clothing. Um, mm-hmm. To what age lives? What age are you guys going to? We we, we were ori- originally we were going to just do until twelve months, but recently mm-hmm. because of sort of like um, the designs and also because mm-hmm. of demand, uh, we decided to actually do it up until about f- age five. Um, okay, so all that, right. So you go uh, to so toddler. That, yeah, yeah, toddler yeah. through through. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Toddler mm-hmm. through young child, which I I think. Is actually a good idea because yeah, um, yeah. you know they can really you, they the the designs because some of them are really cute like there's mm-hmm. one that I posted on Facebook of Joshua who's the model that's my ne- um, <laughs> my great nephew actually and uh, he's wearing like a, a, a it's a, a t-shirt but it's it's um it's not just sort of like your regular t-shirt it's a t-shirt and a matching hat and it's got his name going down his arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on on his hat, and so it's really good. You can you can get um, personalised clothing, yeah. and it's good and quality. All uh, like that one you were talking about, the giraffe one. I mean, that's glow in the dark as well. Some of it is glow in the dark. So you know, like because cause, um, one of the things that Dwayne said was, well, mm, children kind of go to bed at night, but then you know it gets here anyway. It gets you know as it is mm-hmm. now. It gets uh, it gets dark quite early. Also, you have barbecues, you have you know parties, all, all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Where kids where kids are out late late. Um, so yeah, so um, it's interesting. So it's they'll interesting. be glow- glow- they'll be glowing in the dark. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll be glowing mm. in the dark. But I really like that because it had, as mm. you say, it had the giraffe on it. Um, at first, um, myself and Miss Miss Marion. We were trying to work out if it was a cow. We we were trying. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, well. no, no, no. Because no, no, she was looking at it, and I said, "No, it's a giraffe. It's a giraffe." But it was really good. So I'm really, I'm really happy for you guys. That's yourself and your daughter who are in this enterprise. So on that score, I wish you much luck. And people can find this where live. Uh, the little baby boutique dot com. Yeah. Okay, the oh, little baby. Yeah. Dot com. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to uh, address while I'm actually here is this. the For you, the little box boutique, I know the last time we were on air, you said something about the boxes being how much off? I don't want to say, and people uh, try to hold still, you to. They're, they're kind of like all different prices, but I mean, the prices, I put the prices down exponentially. I mean, it's uh, more to sort of like, um, you know, hurry the stock out the door now, really. So, I mean, there's, okay, there's right. a lot. Okay, right, because you're, you're closing that down, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to close that okay. down. Okay, all right. I'm going to close it down. Okay, all right. So so, that, so you want to um, liquidate your merchandise, as mm-hmm, it were. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm. Like yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. Liquidation sale, per se. Mm. Okay, and they that's can find that, that where? Uh, that's Etsy, uh, just the little box, no, Dawn Affirmation boxes on Etsy. Because uh, today, in actual fact, I was looking and I was thinking, 
I, what I might do is because I've got um, quite a lot of boxes in the other room that like they're the secondhand boxes, like, um, you know, they've got the, 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 the normal kind of jewelry boxes. And I, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think I'll just pack them all up in actual fact. And some of these as well, I just take them to Oxfam, take them to the charity shop and they can sell them because. Um, okay, yeah. 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 Time, time Knock to it go. on the head. Yeah. Knock it on the head. Yeah, there you go, love. There you go. So, right, you heard it here. So, guys. All's good, hope all's good in your world. Everything's going well in my world. Um, I'm not broken. Uh, I'm not broken. I'm not damaged, and I don't need to be fixed. Where this actually... Well, let me do this first. When things go wrong in life, as they, they are apt to do, people naturally experience setbacks. Sometimes this setback or the setbacks literally mean that they hit rock bottom. Sometimes it's like the rug has been pulled from under them and other times they feel like they have been rendered in two or rented, either or rendered or rented in two. If you have, you have had that sort of experience or your very own personal setback and or you've hit rock bottom and or you feel that you have been rendered in two, it doesn't mean that you're broken, it doesn't mean that you're damaged and it sure as hell doesn't mean that you need to be fixed. What this might mean for you is an opportunity to choose a new and fresh start with an excellent foundation to build upon. And that's something that I wanted to uh, talk about today or wanted us to talk about today. Where I started to go before was simply this, that not being broken, not being damaged, and I don't need to be fixed, is a tenant that I had learned and that I teach in intrinsic coaching and what this boils down to is and you're going to hear me say this throughout the show is everybody is whole they're capable and they're complete nobody is damaged i've never met anybody who's damaged and that's even people who you know they 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 are having um issues per se mental issues doesn't mean they're broken, doesn't mean they're damaged, it doesn't mean they need to be fixed. When people are looked at as being broken, when people are looked at as being damaged, and when people are looked at as needing to be fixed, what this sends, what this signal sends, what this message sends, and the intent, and the focus, and the attention, everything, the intention, the attention, everything that it says is, that this person is not capable in any this this person is not capable of doing what they need to do for themselves they're not capable of making decisions it means that this person is fractured and they're not whole it means that this person is not complete whether in mind body and or spirit And what it says is that this person is damaged. It says that they're broken. And it says that they need to be fixed. Is not, for me, how people must be seen. Yeah, some people, they're really kind of jacked up. I'm not going to deny that. However, when you go to see a psychiatrist, when you go to see um, a therapist as well, psychiatrist, therapist, mental health professional, anybody along that line, They are viewing you as broken. They are viewing you as damaged. And they are trying to fix you. 
And I'm here to tell you that nobody can fix you. I'm here to tell you that no psychotropic that you are taking is fixing you. You're fixing you. You see, because any of the psychotropics that you may take, and that is any kind of tranquilizer, any kind of, um, you know, like, I don't know, volume, anything like that. Anything, and I'm not saying people don't take your meds. You need to see your medical, your mental health professional. I'm not saying that, you know, don't do that. But what I'm saying is this. If something like Xanax, Xanax or Prozac, if, if, it, if, if it works the way that they say it's meant to work, any and everybody who had an issue that Xanax, Prozac, any of those, any of those drugs were administered to and for, it would take care of the issue. And I've said this before. If, if you have a headache and, um, what do you call it, uh, I don't know, Excedrin or whatever, Tylenol, whatever, Advil, you, you name it. If you take that, if we both have a headache and I take that, and it works for my headache, but it doesn't work for yours. Something is intrinsically wrong in the process. And what it tells you is that um, it's the individual and how they think and how they respond to whatever they're taking. This is why people will say, to, say you know, um, smoking causes cancer. Well... My thing is, for everybody in the world who has ever inhaled a cigarette, they should have cancer. Everybody. So smoking can't cause cancer. Smoking can't cause cancer. And for me, this is, this is, a, this is a huge, this is a biggie for me. You know, people will say, if, if you... If you, um, if you, oh, here we go. If you use talcum powder, talcum powder causes ovarian cancer. Well, shit. <laughs> really? I mean, back in my day, I don't know what they use on kids today, but back in my day, they would powder your behind down. <laughs> and if that was true, if that was true, Everybody, everybody who was powdered down, including boys, which means that that, that would be testicular cancer, because everybody would be suffering. So why is it that not everybody has this? And although this show isn't actually about this, it's very important to understand that you are unique, you're an individual, and that your response to what's going on is what creates what goes on in the body. This mechanism, I believe everybody's predisposed to any and every disease disorder that's out there that is known to man and not known to man. I believe everybody is predisposed. But what puts it into check, what engages it, is your emotional thought process, how you think. And I truly do believe that's what engages it. So, Liz, before we move on, anything that you'd like to say about what I just said? Yeah, um, you know, 
the thing about things that like cause cancer, you know, you're saying about the um mm-hmm. uh, powder and cigarettes and lots of lots of other things that people say. Um I first firstly, that's not what the show's about, but I always think it's interesting that the majority of things they say, oh, it can cause cancer or it can cause um diabetes and and stuff that they say and mm-hmm. it always seems to be stuff that can't that they don't know how to fix. They don't know how Midia. to cure but they do know how to mm-hmm. cure. They just don't want to cure it because um, it built. It's a billion trillion um, dollar industry. It's a multi-billion you know? dollar industry. So they, they don't want to. Cure. But one of the things I one of the things that um, uh, it's funny if I was talking to someone the other day about this. Um, I think a lot of those things where you hear it or you read it on the packet, what what it can cause. Even like when you get your 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 prescription and you look at all the stuff, you know, and you read it, what 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 the side areas of the body <laughs> that it can affect. To me, it's like the reverse placebo effect. So it's not intended yes, to cure, but it's actually intended to implant a suggestion. There you go. There you so, go. You know, it's, it's 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 a reverse placebo, and you know, we we read these things, we see these things all the time, and we look at them, and no matter how hard we try, you know, unless we, you know, if unless we sort of like aware or we have um, some sort of um, thought about what's going on, if we don't have a thought about what's going on, I believe mm-hmm. that we're more suggestible. You know, we're more suggestible to say, okay, well, yeah, this is what this is what can happen to me, and a lot of times can mm-hmm. to decide, you know, to change it into will. You know, will. if I do this too much, it will happen. Will but that's happen. just suggest that that's just like someone saying, oh, it could, but the way they do it, it's like, oh, y- y- it will happen, it will happen. And the other thing I wanted to say was, um, go on, go on, go on. No, no, go ahead, Liz. Go ahead. I was going to say, um, you were talking about like people who have uh, like psychological problems. You know, uh, now, now, you know, it's oh, as you say, you know, it's on some sort of medication they're putting. Back in the day, you know, people who were, you know, <laughs> like uh, even people who had dementia and stuff um, and had psychological problems, they were actually revered. You know, they were they were the sages of their village. Um, you know, mm. that, that it's like they had the direct line to the information that other people couldn't access. Mm-hmm. But now, mm. and I suppose um, now because people think, oh, well, I shouldn't be like this as opposed to, oh, mm-hmm. OK, it's all right to be like this. It, it puts mm-hmm. another it puts another layer on it. On, on it. On, yeah. yeah, that's right. It's another facet to their life that is perceived to be wrong. You know that that their life isn't working, and it's society who actually has actually said that. Okay, well, how you how you act or react isn't, let's just say, it isn't correct. But who's to say it's, it's not, not politically correct? correct. I, I, exactly. I've always yeah. I've always said people who are deemed mad. You know, these people who say, "Oh, I am I am Jesus Christ. I am you know whoever." What well, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I always think, well, are they? You know, are they crazy? Are they crazy, yeah, or exactly. are they they actually? Are the ones that are actually bloody bloody sane? Who has deemed, and that's it, who who deems what's right? Who deems what's wrong? And that's one of the most important things. It's about what the individual thinks. It's it's about what do you think? Mm. And that's that's one of the most important things. What do you think? And because because like like I was saying, you know, if someone thinks they are Jesus Christ, what harm are they doing? 
Really? I mean, what harm are they doing? You know, if, if they're, they're, put in a, they're put in a mental institution because they think they're Jesus Christ. Okay, so be Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Right. Go round. You actually, oh, might, they, they actually may be able to go, go round. people. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And heal people exactly. because of the, the power of their belief. That's right. Because That's of right. the power of their belief. That's right. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you, darling. I hear you. It, it's vitally important, again, people, you know, as, as, as we move through this, to understand that, um, take, take, for instance, when things do go wrong, when do, things do go wrong in your life, and things will go wrong, primarily because of our choices, and primarily because of how we respond to the reaction of our choices. And so things, things go wrong. And we make choices sometimes with the expectation, with the expectation that we can actually can control an outcome. And this is something that I speak about a lot. This is something that I talk to the women about a lot, that we, we, we'll, we'll make a choice and we have this expectation. And don't, don't get that confused with the goal. But we have an expectation of how somebody or something or some place is going to respond to us. It's like having an expectation of how everything will unfold. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You, 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 you can have an expectation all live long day. Mm. But the reality is, once you have actually made your choice and you have released this energy into the universe, or you have asked God and you have let go enough so God and or the universe, whomever you choose to call your deity, can begin the creation process and send it back to you, that's what happens. You know, we did a show on this. You need to know your role in the creation process. And that's part of the reason why things go wrong. But that being said, people have expectations, and they have expectations that don't get met, and then they're disappointed. They're disappointed. People make choices despite the information that they have or in spite of the information that they have. They're going to make a choice and expect this outcome. Well, how are you going to expect to create a fire to give you warmth? If you have nothing. At JCPenney's Memorial Day sale, sizzling deals are on with storewide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details thing to create a fire with and no kindling or no gas or no electric and then it doesn't happen and you're disappointed you see I don't understand you see people make choices and have these expectations despite the evidence telling them telling them that a contrary thing is going to occur just based on the evidence alone. But people will make these choices 
and they'll expect to have a certain result, and the mm-hmm. result doesn't happen, and and then they then they're upset, then they're depressed, mm-hmm. then they're, they're, all, all, all this sort of stuff. And the one thing it's really important for people to understand is that they do not have control over anything external to themselves. Anything. So you see, things go wrong and will go wrong. Well, the the the, the thing of it being wrong is 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 is, 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 is another preconceived idea, isn't it? Based on the fact of like you were saying, because it's not happening in the way that um, we perceived it was going to happen. But mm-hmm. I think if most of us look back at our lives, things have happened, uh, or you you may might have wanted something to happen, and you know I think in my life I can say maybe there's about maybe about five times that something has happened in the way that I perceived it was going to happen you know mm-hmm. it, it's mm-hmm. like invariably it does not happen that way you know you go round the hills up the dale and down the valley and all the rest of it before you mm-hmm. actually get to your end goal and all those ups exactly. and downs all those all those highs and lows are actually part of getting to where it is that you want to, where to be you need to be but hanging yeah. hanging on to your dream regardless of what is happening and know that what exactly. is happening is part of what it of is the that you are wanting yeah exactly part of the process um when and you said oh let me just hanging on to your dream hanging on to your dream because I, I I chant that weekly. Um to lay I mean I'm charting chanting that weekly. When things go wrong, like as they are apt to do and things will definitely go wrong. Guys, they they'll go wrong based on the choices we make and everything that I said before and or and in addition to whatever else you can come up with. When things go wrong, it's actually giving us hard evidence. And I'm talking about hard evidence. Physical, emotional, emotional, physical, uh, excuse me, evidence that we need to do something different when something's gone wrong. So when, when things go wrong in our life, giving us two choices. And as you guys know, for me and the laws of attraction, choice is the first law of the laws of attraction. Nothing happens without you first choosing it. And choice can be a conscious thing or it can be a subconscious thing. But rest assured, nothing happens first, you choosing it. You know, there are lots of, um, you know, theories as to why we are here and what it is that we need to do and, you know, uh, you know, we need to grow in love and in consciousness and yada, yada, yada. All of that's to the highest good. However, nothing happens save you make a choice. So for me, for me, Wendy, my personal belief, my passion and my understanding is that we're here to understand the power of our ability to choose what it is that we want in life Mm -hmm. and to recognize that our lives are an internal job with an 
external manifestation. And as an external manifestation, we cannot control anything external to ourselves. Everything for me is choice. Were you going to say something, Don? Yeah, yeah. um, You know, you're talking about, um, yeah, anyway. You know, if (laughs) if you are like in a negative frame of mind, we've said this, I think we most probably say this every week. If you're in, excuse me, if you're in a negative frame frame of mind, uh, particularly about if you want something, you know, and maybe it's mm-hmm. not happening and you're mo- moaning and groaning and, you know, crying and weeping and wailing, been there, done that, you know. Um, and if you're in that state of mind, mm-hmm. uh, you, like, you, you will, you, the universe will meet you where you're at. It will try to communicate exactly. with you in the way that it knows in this particular moment in time you will understand so therefore, if you're in a negative frame of mind, if you're a happy frame of mind, you know, joyous, whatever, whatever, then that is the way it's going to communicate with you. So negative things will happen one after the other, after the other, after the other. But the negativity is just a perceived negativity. Because what it is, is actually telling you in a way that it thinks you will be able to understand because that is your frame of mind, that things are actually mm-hmm. going according to plan. It's right. trying to show mm-hmm. you a positive message, but it's trying to show you in, as I said, in a way that you will understand. So if you're in a negative frame of mind, that is how it's going to try and communicate with you. So it's and about it's really important being people, conscious. It's conscious. where you're at. Yeah, you that's go. right. It's about, you know, be, you know, uh, uh, having consciously, it's hard. It's, it's not, it, it, it's, it's simply complex, <laughs> you know, it's a simple theory, but in practice. But it's really it's, complex. It's not some, yeah, it is. Yep. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. Because you see, the, 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 the universe, God, or whomever your chosen deity is, is going to meet you where you're at. You know, um, for, those, for those who are uh, scripture based, it says if you step to God, God will step to you. Metaphysical, if you're, if you're metaphysical, if that's your base, it's taught that in order for you to experience something, you have to first do so the universe can do for you. So whichever way you slice it, there is something that you have to do. And it comes back down for me, to me, guys, is choice. Because your life is about ownership. It's about, here is about owning your life. It's about being responsible for your life. Because God knows you're going to be accountable for it. You're going to be accountable for it. So, as I said, when things go wrong, we have two choices. And we really do. We can let whatever experience we have had take us under, paralyze us. Uh, we can go so many ways. You know, we can go for, you know, for revenge. We can, we can um, withdraw. We, we, we can, um, th- there are so many things that we can do. But there are two choices. And I'm going to clump the first one in. You can let this take you under. You can withdraw. You can go into the woe is me, the poor me, the whole nine yards. Or you can learn from it. 
Number two, the second the second one is you can choose to learn from it. You can see it for and what don't, it is. And don't don't get me wrong. Exactly, exactly. And don't 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 get me wrong. I'm not going to say that you won't have the woe is me and the the um you know the anger and the the the, the desire to withdraw to withdraw. I'm not even going to say that you won't be paralyzed by it. But the difference is that you are going to make a choice to learn from what you have experienced, to learn from it, and to use to use it to propel you forward. Because you're going to feel what you're going to feel. You're going to you're going to experience what you're going to experience. And as Olivia said a little while ago, this is all about you and how. Excuse me. This is all about you and how it's unfolding, how life is unfolding, or how the situation is unfolding to your desired destination. So when things go wrong, again, recognize it can bring you to your knees. It can lay you flat out. It can leave you cut, wounded. It can, it can do so many things, but the name of the game is what are you going to do with it? Are you going to allow a situation to break you? Are you going to allow people, places, and things to damage you? Is this what you're going to allow? And hear the words. Hear me clearly. The word, the word is allow. You see, because, and I'm going to backtrack. Hear me. I'm going to backtrack. The situation may have damaged you, but it doesn't mean that you are out of your game of life. The situation may have wounded you. It might even have broken a bone or two. It doesn't mean that you're not in the game. You see, in regard to what we're talking about today, damage, the, 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 the word damage, what this conjures up for me is you have time to regroup. You know, when anything brings you to your knees, when anything lays you out, it gives you time. That, that's you giving yourself time to regroup. That's you giving yourself time to process. And that's process how you feel, process how you don't feel. You see, because what you may not understand about self or what you may not consciously understand about self is that for self, self knows that everything that you are doing, everything that you are saying is a choice. And so when you are, when, you, when you're laid out, when damage, when the damage has laid you out, this is all about you having time to regroup. That that's like recently um, uh, for my for my husband, he had a medical a medical um, issue, and it, it had him down for a couple of weeks, and in that time, it gave him 
the chance to really think about what he had to do. He couldn't go nowhere. He couldn't go anywhere. He was laid out. Time, he took that time to think about his life, to really think about his life and what he wanted. And as a result, he's made his choices. As a result, he's made his choices. So guys, understand me clearly. I'm, I'm not saying that you, that you won't feel, uh, you won't feel, uh, 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 you know, like broken, that you won't feel um, damaged, that, you, that, that, you, that you, you, you might even feel that you need to be fixed. But the reality is, as I started out the show, you're not broken, you're not damaged, and you sure as hell don't need to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Because as I started out the show, nobody can fix you. Within within the breakage or the damage, the bottom line is your life still goes on. You know, and yeah, that's right. Uh, And you still have you still have your life, and so you can still choose to live it. Because within the damage and within the breakage is the process of the beginning of the repair. It's showing, it, it, as I said, I, I'm, I'm all about messages. Um, you know, if you listen to the show regularly, uh, it's all about messages. And, it, and it's showing you what needs to be done for you to get to where it is that you need to go. And mm-hmm. as you said, you know, with Dee, with, with, uh, with you know, it, it's about taking time out. It's about taking time out and looking at what, it, what you're actually being shown. And, and it's not even what you're being shown. It's what you're showing yourself. Yourself. Because exactly. self is actually saying, okay, enough. Let's get this show on the road. Enough meandering. Exactly. Enough, you know, going to the fun fair and this. Let's get the show on the road. Okay. How can I reach you? Fine. You're worried about this. You're worried about getting this condition or that condition. Let's give you this condition or that condition. And that will give you time. Now what you going to gonna just, do. Yeah, exactly. Time to sort your life out. And you- and, and and you see, Liz, with, with that, and I know that um, sometimes, sometimes, I mean, people people will be like, even when, even when I lecture, people are like, <gasps> and 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 I, and I feel their energy, and I, I look, this is a reality, this is a reality. You all want these cupcakes and rainbows. You you all want this this the, the, the warm and fuzzies. Life's like that sometimes, and life's not like that sometimes. But the, you see that the, see the thing is, I mean, you know, people are, oh my gosh, you know, how could she say this? But the thing is, it's not negative. Whatever's uh, happening is on. not <laughs> negative. It's a positive, and that's kind of like what we're trying to bring home. Whatever's happening, it's not negative. Social, socially, we've been, um, you know, conditioned to say, okay, well, you know, if I fall down and break my leg, oh my God, that's a negative. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do the other. Um, but, but within that, there's a reason why it's happened. There's a reason. And the reason isn't about anyone else apart from but you. you, because it's you. happened to you. To it hasn't you. happened to when exactly as not happened to anybody else. So therefore, it's all it, it, about it, you. It, it, it's like the, the, the story, you know, the one that you had sent me about the king and he got an infection in his finger and the doctor couldn't fix it. And mm. eventually he had to have his fingers or a couple of fingers amputated and he was pissed off with the doctor. So he 
threw the doctor in the dungeon and blah, 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 because the king was out hunting and he got, I don't know, a, a, a splinter or something and yada, 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 and his fingers were cut off. And then he threw the doctor in the dungeon. His doctor, who had been his doctor for a while, he chucked him in the dungeon. And then he decided after he was healed up, he decided he was going to go and hunt again. And he went off from his party, his entourage, and, you know, he's the, the king's guard. And then he went away, he went off on his little tangent in, out in the forest and he got captured by these indigenous people and it was their, I don't know, their solstice and they needed a human sacrifice and the king was going to be it. But guess what? They couldn't sacrifice the king because the king was missing fingers. And so he wasn't whole. So, you know, falling, as Olivia said, sometimes you may fall and break your leg. You don't know what that has prevented you from doing, where it prevented you from going. Because you have asked for something specific. And for those who are scripture-based, for those who are metaphysical, for those who are spiritual, whether you be agnostic, believe, I don't care. For those of you who are just living life, you know that you are Asking self and or God and or whoever for things. And if you ask and you ask in truth, if you ask in passion, if you ask with desire, faith and belief, it's going to be yours. And what happens, whatever you have asked for is going to be given to you in the most Expedient fashion possible. You don't get to control that. You don't get to control that. I, I think, um, you know, as we have been sort of like nurtured and socialized, we are under the illusion that what things when when we're okay with the things that happen that are good, but you know, things that we perceive bad are, are bad. We always think that it has happened to spite us of as course, opposed to happen to assist us. You know, you hear so many times about, you know, people who, uh, you know, they've missed their flight. You know, something happened and, and they missed their flight and it's, it's, you know, they'll be crying and weeping and wailing only for the plane to, you know, the plane to crash. You know, or they've changed their seat. Yeah, or they've changed their seat on the, on, on the plane and, you know, mm. plane crashes and you know that's the seat that's the seat that the person survived you know so they <laughs> <laughs> no i laugh i laugh lives right i'm sorry i interrupt you i laugh because we were on a plane we were on a flight from houston to um to uh uh let's see alexandria we were going to louisiana and where where I was sitting, this guy wanted to sit with whoever. And I said quite loudly, I was like, uh-uh. I said, no. I said, because I might change seats with you, the plane crash, and I'd die because I was meant to be sitting here. <laughs> you should have seen my husband. He was like, when's, 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 when's. Like, look, that's how I feel. And I, you know me. I'm going to tell you how I feel. The guy just looked at me like, what? <laughs> And I, I just changed seats. But that's what my intuition told me in that moment. Because it's uh, not that uh, I haven't been on a plane and changed seats with people. Yes, I have. Yeah. But in that moment, yeah. I looked at him and I was like, you know what, dude? 
And then it was one of them little propeller job things, and I wasn't comfortable. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I might change seats with you, and next thing, two, two, the plane crashed, and everybody's like, "Oh, she changed seats with him, and she didn't make it." Uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> you stay here, I stay here. Everybody will be happy. I'm sorry you can't sit next to your wife. We'll hold hands and pray for you. <laughs> but no, 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 no. You, you, you definitely, no, you're definitely right in that list. You don't know, you know, you might break your leg, and that might be the best thing that has ever happened to you. Yeah, I mean, you know, that you might, might you, that, the best. That, that might, that might be the case. That, that might be the case. You, know, you do break your leg, and you miss the interview that, that for the job that you've wanted or for, for ages. But you know, what's around the corner is imperative that exactly. you don't take that job. You know, so you see, that's, that's, that's like the, the, the cook, the, uh, I say the cook, the chef, Rachel Ray, she does a, a program here on TV. She does, I don't know if they have it in the UK, but her claim to fame was 30 minute meals. Okay. Rachel Ray. And she was actually a, a, a self-trained chef. I say on the East coast, New York area, don't quote me, Jersey, New York area. And twice she got mugged. And the last time she, she, when she got mugged, I believe she broke her leg or she did something to her leg. And as a result of that, she decided she was going to do whatever she was doing on TV. It evolved into mm. this huge thing. So, you know, she's got her own pot. She's got a cookbook. She's got a TV mm. show. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got mm-hmm. this, she got that. And as a result, because mm. she said if that didn't, hadn't happened to her, she really wouldn't be doing what she's doing now. Or at least That's she doesn't right. think so. That's right. That's right. I, I, I think it's imperative to for people to sort of like do a mantra when something happens, just to say, you know, this isn't happening to spite me. This is happening to assist me. So your life's happening for you. It's not happening exactly. to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's happening for you and it is happening to assist you. And then it's for you. Once you get that mantra down, it's like, what are you needing assistance with? What are you needing assistance with? Because quite clearly you're needing assistance with something. Otherwise, this damage, as we perceive it to be, wouldn't come about. Or this emotional, this, this emotional um, thing where you, you, you feel, you know, you feel just so, so, so sort of broken. You feel, you know, as I said, let, let, let me just, let me just um, do this thing here, right? Because... Um, Lee said to me yesterday, she said that the picture that I put up of all the broken dolls, etc., she said, that's kind of creepy. It's, it's scary. It's kind of creepy. And mm-hmm. I sort of said to her, I responded and I said, yeah, Lee, yeah, broken and discarded dolls. And I said, this is what, this is, it, it's a scary place to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a scary place to be when you feel broken, damaged and discarded and, and, and you feel like you need to be fixed. It's a scary place to be. However, I do know, I do know in the work that I do, that's how a number of people have literally described where they have found themselves based on the fact that, they've, that their relationship has gone south, you know, or they've been cheated on or they've left, been left for a better model or a younger version of who they, who they were. No, seriously. You know, or they've had a business and the business crumbled to dust because, you know, the partner was a liar and a thief and they embezzled and they left, you know, the person holding the bag. 
You know, if they've, they've lost a loved one, a child or children, husband, you know, uh, you know, whomever. You know, or, or, or they found, and this, this is fact, they found themselves, um, you know, uh, they, they found themselves homeless because the abuse that has from the normal, you know, grievous bodily harm, I'm going to beat your ass down on a Friday night just because I get drunk and I can, to attempted murder. So, yeah, like the picture I used for this show, yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, it is kind of creepy, and I'd agree. Yet still, it captures everybody who I work with, the people who I speak with, the people who I lecture to, blah, blah, blah. It captures their individual and collective expression about what they're feeling. Yet I use the picture of these broken dolls to illustrate. You, it, it doesn't matter what anybody says. You get to choose if being broken if being damaged literally means that you are going to want somebody else to, to fix you, you get to choose that. And the reality is nobody can fix you because you are whole, you're capable and complete. And what you may need, what you may need is a little support. What you may need is somebody to, to, to act as a sounding board to mirror back to you what's going on for you. So that you can start seeing with some clarity. Well, I, I think damaged. I was going to say somebody can um, put a band-aid on you, mm-hmm. but they can't mm-hmm. fix you. All they can do is put mm-hmm. a band-aid on you because the only person that can fix you is you. The only person that can fix you like you need to be fixed is yourself. No one else can do that. And as Wendy said, yeah, there may be there may be tools out there that can help you or people that can say things that can assist you. But within that, with it, what, all, all the little bits and pieces that you hear, all the big bits and pieces that you hear, you, it's you who puts them together in your recipe for, for, for you to sort of like use in the way that, you know, ex, you know that um, helps you get to where it is that you need to go. And that's it. It boils down to you. Everything boils down to you. And that's a weighty responsible responsibility. You. Mm-hmm. It's weighty. Mm-hmm. You. you can't get away. You, you can't see, get away from it. You can't it, get away exactly. from it. Exactly. And yet we are not given the tools mm-hmm. through society, through society to do this, yet intrinsically within us. We know it's something that we have to do. And not only it's something we have to do, we know we can do it. Sometimes Amen. we're just looking for that, for that little seed, you know, to say, okay, oh, right, this is how I do it. And that's what we're looking for, you know. And, we, and you know, we send ourselves those things. I, I was having a conversation today, and we say that, I've said this before, you know, uh, you know like people binge watching like a, a, a TV program mm-hmm. or have watched like something like Coronation Street for 10 years and what have you. In that, they're trying to, they're actually trying to find um, what it is, the, the kernel, the seed. They're looking for mm-hmm. something. It's about, it's, mm-hmm. it's an assistance. They're trying to assist themselves to, to, to find what it is they're looking for. That's what it's about. It's not so much about binge watching the program. I mean, I think maybe on an emotional level it is, but on a subconscious level, there is so much more going on. It's greater than that. So much more. It's greater than that. Yeah. It's greater than that. 
and so they'll watch it and they'll watch sorry they'll watch it for 10 years because they're actually they don't feel they're getting the message and that's exactly. why they do it on a subconscious level which is why they're drawn back to it over and over and over and over again with um with damage it's it's important to understand as i started out saying that because you're damaged because you because you may feel you're damaged because you may feel you're wounded because you may feel you're broken doesn't mean you're out of the game. What this literally means is that you, you have created for yourself time. You've created time so that um, you can, um, or you've created time stopping you in your tracks, giving you time to think and reconnect with yourself. And reconnect with yourself on an internal level where you can have an authentic and honest, conscious conversation with yourself about what it is that you are wanting. And this is what it boils down to, about what your next step is in what you're wanting. It's about having, taking that time to talk to you. It's about not seeing what has happened, you know, the, 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 the betrayal, the, the loss, you know, the, the, the hurt, the disappointment. It's about not allowing that to make your decision for you, but allowing that experience to create an opportunity for you to choose, as I have here, a new and fresh start. To use what has happened as your springboard, not as something to bury you, but to use it as a springboard to assist you in where you want to go, how you become broken, damaged, and in need of fixing is through choice. That's through choice. And again, I'm not saying that you're not going to feel things emotionally and deeply. I'm not going to say things aren't going to lay you out flat. I'm not going to say things will not bring you to your knees. The name of the game is, what is it that you are going to do when you find yourself there? That's the key. What is it that you are going to do when find yourself there and as Olivia said everything that's happening in your life is happening to assist you everything's happening to assist and support you and that's the viewfinder lens that most of us need to change instead of taking the, 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 the stance of victim it's about taking the stance of, for me, victor. I am victorious in all that I do. It's about taking the stance of, okay, I've seen this, I've experienced it, I know this, up close and personal. How can this situation benefit me? Or, or what do I want to use from this situation to make my life better? actually is a, a better way to go. 
instead of how. How is an extrinsic question, which means you can go outside of self. So what can I take or what can I use or what is this situation showing me about myself that I need to know on a conscious level? What is this situation showing me about myself that I need to know on a conscious level? Because it is, as sure as I am breathing, wherever you have found yourself in life, it's showing you something about you. And it's showing you in response to a question that you have asked. You know, when um, as far as sort of like finding yourself anywhere, you don't you don't actually find yourself there. What you're actually doing is meeting yourself there. You're actually you're actually coming you're actually going home. You're coming home. You're seeing yourself in your true form, and it is good. Regardless of what's happening, I know it sounds. I know it can, depending on what people are going through, it can sound like a crazy thing to say, but it is good because it's the start of a new beginning if you choose to see it that you know way. the other way the other way exactly if you choose to see it that way the other way is not to choose to see it that way and you keep going round on this round on this um gerbil gerbil wheel you know mm-hmm. you, you find mm-hmm. yourself forever on this, on this on this treadmill um and what will mm-hmm. keep happening same, the same situation, different scenarios, but exactly the same thing is going to happen over and over again until you actually look at yourself in that meeting place and say, okay, enough is enough. I want to do this. I want to change this way, that way, or the other way. And that's what will happen. And and we know we know it can happen, and we know it does happen because um, you'll see somebody and then you haven't seen them for about, I don't know, two or three years, or it can even be months for that matter, if the truth be known. And when you see them, there is such a radical change in them that their whole aura, the whole vibration that they put out is so different. And it can be to the highest good. And of course it can be not to the good. <laughs> where you're less say- honestly, where you're less saying, uh, wow, yeah, no, no. Yeah. what happened? Yeah. What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I so wanna. No, it is true. It is true. Yeah. It is true. Don't allow Olivia's laughter to let you think otherwise. <laughs> no, it's true. No, it's really true. And so, guys, it's vitally important to to realize for yourself. And you know something, as as we're here talking, you know, the same way you're viewing somebody is the same way they're viewing you. And that's something that my mother had always instilled. The same way you're speaking about people is the same way they'll speak about you. So if you don't want people to speak about you like this, then don't do it. (laughs) Do you remember Mum saying that, Liv? Vaguely, vaguely. I think I remember yeah. you saying Mum said it. To be quite honest with you. Yeah, no, Mum, Mum, Mum was always saying that. You know that she was always saying that, especially when people would be using racial epithets or you know 
derogatory terms and all of this. She was always saying that. Don't 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 do it. If you if if you don't like it, if you won't like it, don't do it. No, I which remember is her why saying by, that. I remember I definitely remember her saying that. Yeah. Which is why by and large it's not a practice that I do. You know, I'll hear people say things and I'll be like, whoa. And uh, as as bullshit as I can be, it's not a practice. You know, it's not a practice. Um, so where was I going with this? What did I start to say before that, Liv? Because I got off on a tangent. Oh, you were talking about meeting people. I don't know if you had finished that. Meeting people? Oh, um, I, I actually... It, uh, I was on a tangent. It's, uh, I came off on a tangent. That's how you get lost. That's how you get thrown off the back axle. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you go mm-hmm. on tangents. You know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. But no, it's vitally important, guys. And I, I actually think for me, this is an important message. Uh, you get to choose. You, you get to choose. You get to choose whether you're buried by what's happened to you or whether if you have been buried, you're able to claw out, crawl out, dig your way out, or whatever it is that you need to do. You get to, you get to choose. Don't allow people to choose for you. Don't 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 do that. And and you know, guys, don't use your energy, and somebody else will use it. Don't use your energy consciously. Mm, it sets you up to have your energy used by other people. You're a conscious Wait, can you being. say that in a different way? Because it sounded like um, people shouldn't use their energy the way that you just said it. No, no. To, to you, if you don't use your energy consciously, it sets yourself up to be used by people. Hmm. So what I'm saying is you need to be consciously using your energy. See, um, Neville Goddard said, and I, 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 for me, um, look, either... Either you're going to spend spend your time, your energy, and get nothing back, or you're going to invest your energy and your time in you. If you are just allowing your energy to go wherever willy-nilly, people are going to use that energy. If you are investing your energy and time in self, that means that you are doing so with intent. You are doing so with purpose. You are doing so with attention. You are doing so with focus. You're doing so with, and above all, you're doing so with choice. Clarity of choice, conscious choice. And bottom line, this is where your life is. It's about you and your choices. And I know people really hate when I say this, Olivia, and I do use the word hate. When you look around your life, you look around your life and you think about your life, the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, the happy, the sad, the joyous, the whole When you look at your life, even as you look around your home, it's a direct thing with you. It's a direct reflection of the choices that you are making and the thoughts that are behind the choices that you are making. 
even with that, you then get, you get to choose whether you allow anything that you see or how anybody's interacting with you and or not. You get to choose whether or not you allow this to bury you or to break you or to damage you. You, you get to do that. You know, you were saying about investing in um, other people. You know, I mean, as you said, we have a choice. No. You, you, you either have to, you either have to choose to invest in yourself. Either way, you're actually investing in yourself. But you know, you either consciously invest in yourself, or you can consciously mm-hmm. invest in other people as an anti- antidote to not investing. Investing, in, yeah, in investing yourself. in yourself. You know, but either way, you're you're doing it either way because one has uh, one one is going to propel you forward. The other one is going to propel the person that you're investing your energy in. You know, and you kind of like I I wouldn't say you say stagnant, but say like instead of going um, laterally, you'll go perpendicular to wherever Mm -hmm. to whatever it is, whatever your heart's desire is. Yeah. And it's important to know that because most people, that's how they actually live their life. Mm. Investing their spiritual currency, their energy, their time in other people. Mm. And as a result, they become very, very hurt. They become Mm. very disillusioned. They feel disenfranchised. They feel used, abused. They feel broken and gutted and this and that when it doesn't turn out the way that they want. And it's not going to turn out the way that you want because the only person that you can control is yourself. You can't control anything external to you. The only thing that you can control is yourself. And I know that people have said to me, okay, then Dr. D, why bother? Um, Yeah, because you have goals. And as you said, Olivia, that this is part of the process. It's part of the unfolding process. It's part of the journey. It's part of the journey. Why bother what, Wendy? Oh, what? then why bother to choose anything? If what? Why bother to consciously choose if you can't control the outcome? Okay. I want, I want this house, and I've chosen this house, well, why bother to do anything if I'm not really going to be able to control the outcome? But you see, funny you should say that because I had written something on that yesterday. That's not what I'm talking about. That's the desired goal. You need to get to the goal. There are steps that need to be taken to get to the goal. Because at this juncture, you haven't got it going on where you can manifest like that. So you have to do other things to get that manifestation. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Because mm-hmm. pe- people have said to me, what is the point of having a goal if I cannot control anything external to me? The point is you have the goal and you do the internal work that you need to do you need to do so you can manifest the goal. That's what the point is. The point isn't just, you know, you sit and it's given to you like that. That's not how that works. That's why most of us, most of us have come up short. 
because that's something that we're taught, but that's not how it works. So but, but the thing is, to do. but the thing is, if you have a goal and you knew how to get there, you wouldn't be in a position to say, well, what's the point? So exactly. it's like, well, I said, as you're saying, it's, it's um, you always use the term mic- about not micromanaging. Managing. You know, just letting, mm-hmm. yeah, just letting things unfold as they unfold, and also believing, as we've been saying, that everything that happens is taking you to where it is that you want to go. If mm-hmm. your if your mentality is as such that you believe that, you know, and you, you and you and you try and keep yourself as much in a positive um, mind frame as possible about it, regardless of what happens. See, one one of the things that you had said because uh, hang on to your dream. One of the things that I, 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 like weekly, that I'll lecture on is about holding on to your, your dream with both hands so that when things do go awry and, you know, things happen uh, based on choices he made, but it comes back to you and, you know, you, your own personal tsunamis, your own earthquakes, hurricanes, you know, tidal waves, you know, monsoon, when all these things are coming at you, you hold on to the thing that you said you, that house you said that you wanted you hold on to it with both dreams because that is your anchor mm. and that's exactly what your goals are they're anchors your dreams the thing that you want to manifest you know your vision board all the stuff that's on your vision board all the stuff that's in your vision book the stuff that you are affirming to to have or to be to, to have manifest in your life, they're an anchor. And that's what that job is. It anchors you when, you know, the tough gets going. And again, bit... with the, when things go wrong, it's not a bad thing. Good, bad, thinking makes it so. But it's not a bad thing. What were you going to say, Liz? I was going to say it's a bit like um, the, you know, you have the boys in the ocean, the big um, red things in the ocean, and they're anchored, and they're anchored. You know, their purpose is to sort of like show ships and people where um, where the ground is um, either really deep or really, really, really shallow. Um, Mm -hmm. And if they Mm -hmm. weren't anchored, they'd be they'd just be drifting here, there, and everywhere without a purpose. Exactly. So the, exactly. the anchor is the anchor is really important. You know, every storm or every wave that comes in, it's just going to push them here, there, and and out mm-hmm. of it they come. Mm-hmm. They, they, they feel, I suppose, like we're talking about battered and bruised. You know, damaged, <laughs> damaged, and whatnot. Yeah. So it's it's really important to have your anchor. And it really is. It really is. It really is. Um. How do I? Oh, I'll just say it actually. There's a, there's a, the old adage. You don't get something for nothing. More often than not, people attribute this to to money. And or, or to to physical things. And I attribute that to life. You see, you're going to spend what I call your spiritual currency consciously to get what you want. Now, some deals you make will be good deals. Some deals that you spend your spiritual currency on will be bad deals. 
but all deals that are going to show you something about you. All deals are going to show you how to achieve what it is that you want. All deals will show you how strong you are. And all deals have been designed for you, by you. All deals, all contracts have been designed by you, for you. Or all deals and contracts that you create have been designed for you to assist self in the process of living and moving forward because you are forever moving forward in this life. If you do not move forward, left here, y'all, you're gone. If you're not moving forward in life in some shape or form, when people leave this incarnation, it's because there is no more movement in this dimension, in this life for them to have. But what I mean by this, there is no more movement forward. And people will tell you, people will tell you, that's one of the most fascinating things to me. People will tell you, they'll tell you, you know something, I'm tired. I'm tired and I'm ready to go home. And so many people misconstrue that. Especially if somebody's in 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 a hospice or if they're in um you know they're in hospital or they're in their sick bed or deathbed, and they'll sort of say, you know, I'm just so tired, I just want to go home, I just want peace, quiet, and I want to go home. And so many people actually feel guilty, you know, Olivia, because they'll say, oh, you know, uh, Mum said or whoever said they said they just wanted to go home, and then you know, 24 hours or 12 hours, 6 hours, 2 hours, whatever it is later, they were gone. You know, and invariably I wonder, I said, yeah, they were going home. They weren't going to the house. Mm-hmm. They were going to the big house. They were mm-hmm. going home. And they told you. They let you know. And it was a courtesy. They let you know. You know, and, I, and I'll say this, and I, I'm going to digress here. <clears throat> Strength of spirit. The amount of people I know live, and these are clients that I have worked with, who through strength of, this is testimony of how strong we are, through strength of spirit, strength of choice, have remained here when truly lived, they were ready to go on because of their family. Because of their family. They have suspended time or asked for extra time to be here when they could have gone on. I think there's a lot of people who are are religious as well who do that because they're scared. They're scared of um, what's on the other side because of... um, how they have been their belief system. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice Hypocritical? Yeah. No, 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 no. I was, I was saying, I was going to say indoctrinated. I was going to say indoctrinated. Okay, right. You're coming from that way. So, so I was being mean. Yeah. Okay. 
was being I was being a little mean. Because you know that. Uh, Dr. D, I kn- you know what's in my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why you're going through what you're going through. What's in your heart? Look around you. Look around you. No, that's one of that's one of the things. And it was on my heart. <laughs> you get on my nerves with that, honestly. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that 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 be that being said, guys, um, you're whole, you're capable, and complete. Within you are all the answers to every question that you've ever had. Within you is every solution to every problem that you have ever had and will have. You don't have to go outside of self to find your answers and to find your solutions. And once you have your solution, as I have said, I don't know how many times, I'll say it again. Once you have your answer and have your solution, you then may need your goal, your anchor is a house or the job, or the health, or what have you. You have come up with your solution. I need to get healthy, and I need to get healthy. And you defined it out a little bit by um, exercising and changing my diet to plant-based or veganism or what have you. I need, this is what I've decided to do. Well, you know nothing about plant-based um Uh, nutrition or eating styles or veganism or anything like that. So then you can go outside and look. But be wise. Be wise. Be wise. You see, there's a phrase that um, my my girlfriend Deanna uses, and she's always using it. She's always saying, and it's a biblical phrase. I, I, I don't know where it comes from. Usually I know where all this stuff comes from, but lean on Lean not on your own understanding. Now, I know that she'll use that in regard to um, allowing the universe to make a choice. However, lean not on your own understanding really talks to you about not listening to when self is trying to talk to you does that make sense you need to hear self we'll go off on tangents and we will do stuff okay all right I'll, i'll break it down this way you have your intuition and your intuition will give you accurate insightful information from sources unknown but you will get this information. Now, you have the logical, analytical, reasoning mind through experience that will tell you you should go this way. And your intuition will tell you to go that way. When you lean on the experience of your understanding and you go left instead of right, When you go left, you get mugged or you get robbed. When you go right, everything is okay. Lean not on your own understanding. Does that make sense, Liv? Yes. Listen to your intuition. Okay, guys? Listen to your intuition. 
Listen to your intuition. And so it's vitally important. You see, a lot of people will say, you know, they're going to let God, they, they will allow God to, to make the choice. That shit don't work that way. I don't know how, I don't know how to get that into people's, it, you have to make a choice. And you um, uh, uh, deferring, de- deferring the decision isn't a choice. You see, a choice is either yes or no. Deferring it isn't. A choice is either yes or no. If you defer, is that the right word, Liz? When you when you you know pass it off onto somebody yeah, else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. If you defer, what you have said is, I want somebody else to make this choice for me, and that's not how your life goes. What you set yourself up for is to be used. You see, if you're not using your energy consciously, God will use your energy or the universal creator or whomever your chosen deity is, will use your energy for somebody who knows what they want. You wind up building somebody else's dream. And then you'll be wondering, why am I always the bridesmaid, never the blushing bride? Ding dong, wedding bells, only ring for other girls. (laughs) (laughs) Then one fine day, oh, let it be soon. (laughs) I'll wake up on my own honeymoon. Yeah, I was was in that Cinderella movie. (laughs) I was in that Cinderella movie. I have to ask Randolph if he remembers that. Randolph Edmonds. He was was my co-partner in that. He was was, um, my sidekick. Um, in in that production, in that product back in the day, back in the day, but yes, yeah, so um, yeah, where was I going with that? I got totally off tangent, to- totally off tangent. Actually, can I can, but, I, can I just um, um, thing in? You know, you were saying about um, uh, Deanna saying lean not on on your own understanding, right? Understanding. Yeah, if if you take that right into as in uh, you are talking about yourself, yeah. And you would say, I lean not. What's this saying again? Lean not on your own understanding. Okay, so it would be, I lean not on my, and lean not on my own understanding, yeah? So I would would think from that, because what what occurred to me was, whenever you intrinsically hear yourself say, my, like mm-hmm. my shoes or um, whatever thing you would you would intrinsically say my, that is when you are leaning on your own understanding. Does that make sense? Okay, I hear. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, uh, let's see, we've got Proverbs three verse five. Because I looked it up, and I'm in the um, my favorite little spot, which is Bible Hub, and I'll go to King James because that's really is what I use. Uh, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. And basically, you know, what I was talking about with the, um, with the intuition, lean that way. Lean that way. Because there are serious times when we don't know, but we just, we just go off on these, <laughs> these, random 
these random tangents. <laughs> and, you know, we're doing stuff and we know it's wrong. And we really know it's wrong. But we keep doing Here, Here's the classic. And, um, you know, each week I say to the ladies, whether I have a class of, which really isn't so, but whether I have a class of um, 18 or a class of 40, and I'll say to them, how many of you who are in here as a result of domestic violence and or abuse, how many of you heard your intuition when you first met this dude or on the second or third date and your intuition said, run in the opposite direction. You know, Liz, they put their hands are going up, feet are going up. They, I mean, they just, they, <laughs> yes, yes. But you see, they leaned on their own, on my, they leaned on their understanding. They leaned on uh, you know, you leaned on, I leaned on my understanding. I mean, and, and, and that, and of course, that has, that had happened to me. But I actually thought I knew best. But I didn't have the understanding that I needed. That being said, based on that particular relationship, it has brought me to where I am now. I'm not going to say that I wouldn't have been here. But it's brought me to where I am. But that's what I mean. When Guys, just so you're clear, when I say about lean on your own understanding, and that's in regard to, um, I'm going to say using your intuition, when your intuition is involved. Because, you know, you know, you, you know if you like lemon, you know, blah, blah. There are things, but it's when your intuition is involved and or when it's necessary. Yeah, but then if you if you if you like lemons, that's most probably an intuitive intuitive thing anyway, because it provides you with something that you need. So you need, you know. Mhm, 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 mhm. You know, like like me not changing seats with that dude in the plane. Mhm, mhm. You know, I could have mm. leaned on my understanding to say, "When don't be like that." The man wants to sit next to his wife. You can sit next to your husband. Blah blah blah. No, I ain't doing it. That's how planes crash and people die. <laughs> Dee was mortified. <laughs> Dee was, and you know, Liv, I, I was very speaky spoky. I said, well, I'm, I'm really, really sorry, sir, but I won't be able to change seats with you because yada, 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 yada. Dee looks at me like, what? <laughs> did, did the wife talk to you? No, nah, she was all right. She was, I okay. don't think she wanted to sit next to you. Oh, way or maybe, another, mate. <laughs> maybe that was the deal. Maybe that's exactly so, what the deal was. You know, she 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 was all right. She was all right, mm. and it it, it was too bad if she wasn't Olivia, mm. <laughs> mm. because it's making me with her eyes up. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, because 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 when you said it, I, I just thought, oh. There was actually more going on then, because the first thing that, that crossed my mind was, I wonder if she wanted to sit next to him. Um, that's the first thing that actually crossed my mind. Yeah, she she seemed quite. She was all right. I mean, she read her book. I mean, she did. I didn't get any vibes. She didn't give me any nasty looks. She never begged because mm. even if she did a beg, it wouldn't happen, you know. <laughs> I wasn't moving. I was rock steady on that. That's all people said. They're like, oh. She was meant to be in seat 3B. Well, she went to sit in seat 
85, you know, and <laughs> wow, that's where the plane broke off, the piece broke off. What a line, but anyway, guys, we're, we're going to wrap it up because it's coming towards um, 2.30. So we're, we're definitely going to wrap it up. We've got about um, 90 minutes left. So, Liz, is there anything that you would like to say to the listening audience? Mm, no. No, 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 no. What I would say to you guys is you're not damaged, you're not broken, and you don't need to be fixed. You're whole, you're capable, and complete. Tap into self. If you've been laid out flat, you feel broken, you feel whatever, recognize that it is giving you a moment in time to connect with self and choices on what it is that you want to do for self. Every answer, every solution is within you. You might need technique, but you first need to make the choice as to what it is that you need to do. You've been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I'm a choice expert. And um, yeah, and my co-host is, is Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. And she is. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. And I'm going to go out with um, something, something here. Something. <laughs> Called a cat fit. All right, guys. All right. Peace. Bye, guys. Love you, Bye, Love guys. You guys. Love you, Cheryl. Love you, and I'll talk Bye, to you Shirley. later. Bye. 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 Be your best.